Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. Welcome to Locked On Sixers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Tuesday to everyone. I'm here looking out of my window in Memphis, Tennessee. That's what some of y'all call it. I like calling it Memphis, Tennessee. Don't ask me why, but, um, you know, I used to listen to music back in the day and rap music and there was a group that used to always call it Memphis Tennessee. So every time I hop off the plane I hear I always say, I'm in Memphis Tennessee. And the person next to me always says, who is this idiot? And what's wrong with him? He can't pronounce words. I mean, I get that look like angrily when I come out here. But that's enough about me and my uh, purposely mispronouncing words. You know, I just want to, you know, talk to you guys today about certain things. Um, one, I really want to talk about Jalil Okafor. And believe it or not, I think the fact that he's not playing is beneficial to him. Yeah, just like the people who, when I get off the plane, look at me like I'm crazy. You guys are probably looking at me like I'm or listening to me right now saying, what is Pompey talking about? But no, it makes a lot of sense to me. And the reason being is, okay, a year ago, Jalil Okafor, you know, uh, he had a little rough rookie start. Uh, He attributed to not being 100% focused on basketball, and that could be it. But he got into a lot of, like, off-the-court situations. I mean, we know about the fight in Boston, the two fights in Boston. We also know about uh, the gun pointed at his head in Philadelphia outside of a nightclub or in the Old City area. We also know about him uh, going 108 miles per hour over the Ben Franklin Bridge. You know, that became the story. You know, as as good as he was offensively on the basketball court, the focus was on his off-the-court activities. Um, now, you, you fast-forward to this season. Jalo Okafor isn't playing. We, we real, People haven't really been dissecting his game because of that. Um, and in addition, it's like all we get to see is him in – pre-game workouts, which I might ask, he, he looks very good. So then you talk to him. He's very polite. He's, he's extremely informative. And you look at his body, and he's in the best shape of his, of his career. So you say, wow, he doesn't have any flaws right now. You know, it, it's like one of the – and then you start thinking about what he did at Duke. You start thinking about what he, how dominant he was as a high school baller in Chicago. And it's like everything that happened last year is erased from your mind. 
everything. You know, again, we we can't talk about we can't criticize him on a defensive end because we haven't seen what he what he can do or his or if his defense has improved. So I'm looking at it like here's a guy who cleaned up his act, who matured, whose body is in the best shape of his career. A guy who, you know, we see these moves, we see everything. So what happens? In your eyes, or in in most people's eyes, you say, wow, his trade value has gone up. You know, he, he accepted his responsibility. His value is going up. He's going to go to a team, and he's going to to basically um, add a lot. Now, another thing is he's also a great soldier. You know, he's not complaining about the situation. He's more or less saying, hey, I'm happy to be here. You know, my buddy is Joel Embiid. He can do whatever. You know, I'm going to find my role. I'm out there. I'm supporting the team. I don't want to be traded. I don't want to be this. I don't want to be that. And you're saying, wow, this is a great locker room guy. And then you get keep going back to look at that body. Look at that body. Look how he talks. Look at this and that. So in a strange way, I think that, you know, bef- that his value has gone up. Because let's face it, you know, before – when people were talking about trading him, the biggest concern was he can't play defense and his off the field his off the field um incidents hindered him a little bit. Well, we can't see if he is approved or not. We just gotta go back to what he did at Duke and then and, and, and then also it's like he accepted everything. He, he's a better, he's a better quote. He's a better, you know, uh, communicator. He loves his team. He does this and that, you know. So, you know, I, I don't know if he wants to stay or not. He says he does. But, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that, you know, teams around the league are looking. And, and of course, they're going to go into the medical reports and see things, um, you know, just to make sure to check out the knee. But, uh, you know, Hey, my man's flying under the radar, and that's a good thing for him. One guy who won't fly under the radar tonight is his buddy Embiid. You know, Embiid, you know, he's he's looked good. He looks, he each and every game, he gets better and better each and every game that he goes out there. And tonight, here in Memphis, he goes up against Mark Gasol. This is going to be the toughest test of the preseason for him and I think it will be good for him I mean here is a guy that he's going to face that's seven foot one 265 pounds who can score on a block who's a solid shooter from the outside you know a, a guy who's a great defender he's mobile I mean he's basically a clone, so to speak, of, of MB. Now, the only thing is, I think that MB might be a little bit of a better athlete than him. But at the same time, this is a guy who who's closer to him than possibly anybody in this league. So this will be a, a, a great, 
matchup for this guy, and, and he's really looking forward to it. Um, you know, after tonight's game, uh, I'm going to dissect what he does, and, and again, I'll, I'll talk to you guys and give you my views of how he performed against uh, Casal. So, so this will be a, a, a great matchup. Um, you know, the, the Sixers are, you know, you talk to Coach Brett Brown uh, about the injuries and, and how that injury bug has affected the team. He says that, hey, our goals or, or how we base everything off this season hasn't changed this preseason. You know, right now the team wants to continue to be defensive-minded and they still want to see how certain people react in situations. You know, and, and I get it. That's what the coach has to say. But, you know, as we talked about yesterday, it's, it's kind of hard to, to find out how good this team is going to be when you don't have your key players playing. I mean, it's hard when you have a bunch of injuries. And the guys who, you know, you're saying, okay, we're going to get them there and defensively and, and make sure they be, that they're going to be solid defenders probably won't be on this team when the regular season starts. So with that being said, it's kind of like, you know, this is nice. The preseason, in my mind, is, is, is good to get Joel Embiid, a guy like Dario Saric, adjusted. But in regards to evaluating defense and, and, and getting guys in a certain situation, you can't do it. You can't do it. Because like I said before, the guys who are out there now will probably be playing for the Delaware 87ers. And it's even hard to evaluate who you're possibly going to to cut. I mean, you know, like if, if you let, – let, let's just – Let's say, like, okay, you got a battle between Nick Stauskas and Hollis Thompson for a roster spot. You know, both of these guys may likely both make the team. But let's just assume you have a, a battle for those two. Can you fully, can you fully evaluate them and judge them if Nick Stauskas only played in one game because of an injury? You know, like, it's hard. You know, now... I mean, it's, it's honestly hard. Like, if one guy struggles, and if, say, one guy struggles and another guy is injured, what do you do? I mean, what do you do? Is it fair to, like, like give the guy who was injured a pass just because he was injured? You know, and, and, but then you're like, then you got to reevaluate things in, in the regular season. Like, you got to say, okay, let me see how he can go now. I have a lot of faith. So, you know, with that said, I, I, I get what Brett Brown's saying, but he has to say that. You know, you can't come out and say, oh, woe is me. Woe is me. I don't have the horses. I don't have the players this preseason. It's going to be a struggle this season. We don't know what we're going to do um, because we don't, have, we, we don't have healthy players. So, of course, he's going to say what he has to say. But uh, getting back to what I said that, I believe in a in a twisted way that um, Jalil Okafor's not playing this preseason has basically helped him and raised his stock. Because I mean, 
hey, if you go and if you see him in, in these preseason, um, pregame workouts, the guy looks good. You know, he just hasn't been on the court, you know, uh, long enough in practice for the Sixers to say that he's going to play in the game this year. But he looks good. He's been great to deal with with the media. He's been a great teammate. You look at his, you look at his body, you say, wow, this guy is in the best shape of his life. And it's one of those things where you say, you, you start thinking about how dominant he was in college and how dominant he was in high school. And, and you, you, you take all that and you just think like, wow, he's going to go somewhere and he's going to become a great player. Thank you for listening to Locked On Sixers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Uh, you know, if you guys want to follow this podcast, it's best to subscribe to it. Um, I come to you five days a week. But don't just subscribe to me. Make sure you subscribe to the whole Locked On Network. We are the only network that goes five days a week. And hey, I'm biased, but we're the best network. See you.